Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapists. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about the wealth mindset habits to increase sales. And so the reason why I chose this topic is that I coach a large number of mental health professionals across the United States. And the number one question is, how did I manifest my first 10K month, specifically coming only from my private practice? And so I want to share with you today three things that I had to learn how to do over and over again in my business, specifically in my mindset, to be able to produce that first 10K month that eventually grew into 15K plus months. And so um, the first tip that I give you, that I'll share with you is that I took a no excuse approach. And so what that means is that I recognized that I didn't have another choice but to succeed in my private practice. And another way to think about it is a lot of clinicians may say, you know, my job is plan A and then my private practice is plan B. And I would actually... Um, maybe reframe that way of thinking if you do currently have a job and you are building your private practice on the quote unquote side is recognize that how you describe your practice may dictate how much success you actually have in your practice. So another way to explain it is, um, you know, think about relationships and that if you always think about somebody as a side piece, that's exactly what they're going to stay as the same the same way can be thought of as thinking about like a side hustle. I actually teach my clinicians in my coaching programs that their side hustles should be reframed as streams of income, not side hustles, because they're never going to produce the results that they want if they just kind of look at it as, oh, I'm just going to do that today, but I'm not going to do it for the rest of the month or I'll make money in it 
when I feel like it. Like there's no business plan attached. There's no real plan attached to get to a certain level of success. And another thing that I had to do in terms of looking at my private practice, not as a side hustle, not as a plan B, was that it had to work. So if you haven't had a chance to actually listen to my podcast episode number 44, which is the real reason why I left my county job that was paying me at that time a little bit over six figures, is that when I left that job, as a result of me recognizing that even my body was rejecting the level of stress that that job was giving me is that was my plan A. It was consistent. It provided me with benefits, which is what I hear a lot of clinicians say as to why they don't want to leave their job. But at the end of the day, I still wasn't happy. I knew that I eventually would leave. I just didn't know that my body would make me leave before I wanted to leave. And so I would encourage you to go listen to that episode because maybe something in that episode will resonate with you in terms of where you are right now and that you should be spending this time, if you can last at your job or stay a little bit longer, um, of how to look differently at your business. And so one thing, again, I learned how to do is to not make my private practice a plan B and more so it's a plan A and there are no other options. Um, tip number two is that it came from my passion, my wealth mindset and my habits to increase money and sales and revenue in my business came from my passion. So I started to wake up very differently. I waked up, I woke up more excited. I didn't wake up dreading the day. I didn't wake up like, oh, I need to get on the computer and do particular things that need to happen in my business. I wasn't sad about marketing. I was excited about For example, having consultation calls. I was excited to meet new clients. I was excited to go at that time, go on Facebook Live and do like random videos about certain areas that I can help people in. But what I would typically start doing, and you don't have to do this, is I started to be more transparent about things that were happening in my life or certain things that I had been through, especially as it relates to... um, relationships because that was my target audience at the time. I had just written my first book um, called Foundations. And so I really wanted people to come to me for either premarital couples counseling and or um, they're already in a relationship cohabitating or they're already married, but maybe they're having difficulty communicating, talking about money, talking about parenting and a whole lot of other topics. And so I started giving tips through my Facebook lives, but I was excited to do that. And I also um, did affirmations because I knew that I was good at what I did. And so I noticed that clinicians who I coach, when we start talking about mindset habits that, that prevent them from living an abundant lifestyle, that would of course, lead to an increase in sales and a different type of wealth mindset on a whole new level is that they're dreading doing the work, maybe because they're overthinking it. And honestly, maybe because, which is the reason why they're probably in my program, um, they don't know where to start. They may look at branding and marketing like it's a beast, of course, because we never went to school for it. So they get overwhelmed just thinking about like, I have to post the perfect post on Instagram or on Facebook. I have to post three to five times a day because that's what I see other people doing. So then they get into their mind where they start doing a comparison between them and other people. And if not just a comparison between them and me, and then if you do too many comparisons, you just get overwhelmed, you get tired and you you burn out before you start. 
So I had a lot of passion. So last tip is number three. And to me, this was the barrier breaker to me seeing an up level in my mindset and in sales in my business, consistency. So I am a person of previous bad habit, and I'm happy to say that I had this habit in past tense, where I would consistently change my mind. I would be inconsistent. One week I had an idea, I would run with it. The next week or hell, the next day I would have another idea and I would run with it. And you may be thinking, wow, that either sounds like you or... um, What's wrong with having a lot of ideas? And I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with having a lot of ideas because that's a very good thing if you're a business owner. However, you have to be able to differentiate from the flagship program or product or service or MVP product that I call in my coaching programs that we're focusing on to build out a a functional system so that you can see an increase in sales, meaning we're focusing on one thing at a time and then we're adding on as we go. You can have an ideas book, but just because you have a lot lot of ideas doesn't mean that you should act on your ideas right now. So I learned how to just write down my ideas. And what I would also recognize was that my ideas actually had a theme And if they had a theme that correlated with the product or service that I was hyper-focused on, then I would integrate those ideas to make the one product or service that I'm currently working on or advertising or working out the kinks in like... I'm going to say the funnel, which is building it up, whether it's a landing page, a sales page, a a free masterclass that leads into a sale, whether it's counseling services and or coaching. But I'm going to embed those ideas still into that one area versus having five different unfinished products or services or projects that might sound very familiar to you. Okay. So also, um, I made a calendar for myself. So if I knew that I did want to launch or offer two different types of services, but I wanted to have it encompass like in my therapy practice workbooks or a particular structure for like a workshop that I was doing for adolescent teens or something that I was doing in my coaching business, I learned how to put out, pull out a calendar and then actually write it on the calendar. And for me, I'm a visual person. So once I recognize that, oh, wait, this is way too much considering what I already have on my calendar for my business and my personal life, and then also me adding on new things because I would have to go learn some things in order to implement those product or program launches in my calendar, it just felt the same overwhelm that I felt when I was working for the county. And one of the issues that I see with a lot of my clients is that their goal is to exit their job to become a business owner. But in actuality, they actually just become a slave to their own business. That that's a hit. That's a hit quote right there. You know what I'm saying? Like you literally become a slave employee to your own business. And that to me, is not living a lifestyle full of abundance. So let me recap how I manifested my first 10K month in my private practice while adopting a wealth mindset habit to increase sales. The first thing that I did is I took a no excuse approach. There was no plan B. What I was doing at the time had to work, which was my private practice. I also woke up every morning excited about what I was doing in my business, which came from my passion. And I also affirmed myself that I was what I was doing was great work. I was giving back to the community. And I just repeated that affirmation
attention over and over again. Like I'm good at what I do. And it showed up at my work. And then thirdly, I was consistent. Um, I did a, again, the affirmation telling me that I'm focused every day. If I had ideas, I learned how to write them down, but that I did not have to act on them. I focused on one goal and I stuck with it. And if that meant that I needed to write it down so I can visually see my life on a sheet of paper to recognize that I was doing too much, then that's what I had to do. So I'm going to give you a bonus tip in addition to those three. Pay attention to your numbers. Okay, pay attention to your numbers. And so one of the things that I teach my students in the Dope Therapist Academy is that even if they don't like math, they have to pay attention to their numbers because if they don't, they won't have a growing business that eventually they can scale and then hire people and delegate out work. So in my Dope Therapist Academy, what I teach them is my framework called B-R-A-N-D. So I teach them how to create a blueprint, meaning the blueprint also includes how much money do you want to make in the next one to five years in your business. Based off of that five-year goal, we then work backward, but that means that they have to look at how many people do they need to serve, what are their price points, and a whole lot of other metrics that I make very easy to follow, okay? Then we focus on, okay, now that you have that goal, now that we have an idea of what price point you want to charge for your business and your framework, now what kind of clients do you want to attract and what kind of clients um, can actually afford your services or they're willing to pay and see the value of your services, so we're building client funnels to reach their best client. Then we're going to automate those funnels because I don't believe that a clinician should be sitting on the phone or behind a computer all day long, just sending out requests for consultations, paperwork, and waiting for stuff to come back. No, we're going to automate your documentation and your system. And then we're also going to focus on working up your expertise because that leads later to, um, we don't really dive into it in the program, but we do talk about how does your niche lead into your expertise that will then lead into other streams of income. Therefore, all of those ideas that you have, now you can use your expertise, your branding authority as a platform to sell those other products, services, or ideas. Then of course, we focus on delegation at the last in the last framework, which is how can you get a lot of these things off your plate now that you have a great framework and a system, because that's really what I'm helping them build. Now that you have a great system, how can you now teach other people to work into your system so that you don't have to be the one even doing the consultation calls? You don't have to be the one screening your phone calls. You don't have to be the one checking your metrics, checking your numbers. You can train other people how to do that. So I want to share with you a testimonial from a particular client that's in my Dope Therapist Academy. I actually just um, saw her most recently in the last seven days of me recording this podcast episode in what we call a VIP hour with Dr. TK. So as part of being in my Dope Therapist Academy, they actually get a large... um, I'm going to say discount. I don't like to say the word discount, but they do get a large discount on being able to meet with me one-on-one. Okay. And so they are able to request a one-on-one session, um, pay for that VIP session. And then we spend one hour specifically looking at whatever area in their business they want to focus on, but we choose like the top one to two areas. And so me and this clinician worked on something that we looked at as a group that also they can ask individualized questions in the program regarding their numbers. And she was on a different level because she was focused on eventually moving into scaling and doing a co-founding business to bring in another partner to then eventually hire other clinicians. So in essence, she was looking to eventually open up a group private practice. 
purpose. Okay. And so she was in the right place in the academy, which I had to rest assure her that because she was like, well, am I in the right program? And I said, yes, because you came into this program from what I understood where she was in her business prior to joining the program because she didn't have a workable system that could be repeated. It can be automated. She didn't know who her real ideal client was. She didn't know how to look at her numbers. So in that aspect, the Dope Therapist Academy was very helpful, but also it opened up the doors for her to recognize that if she doesn't have these things together, she should not be hiring people to then repeat a broken system. So after we had had her VIP hour and we specifically reviewed her numbers and her exit plan for work, she had told me in that consult call or the one hour um, VIP hour that she didn't know when she was going to be able to leave her job because she didn't really know how much money she was making. So after we did the numbers, I gave her some actionable steps, which we emailed to her after our call. And we tell her exactly what to do from our call as some form of accountability. And so, you know, just keep us in the loop. And if she needs another VIP hour, she's welcome to do that within the eight weeks of the program. So literally three, three days after she um, implemented everything that I told her to do, she took very fast action, which I'm very excited to say. I got a very surprising email. So I'm going to read only the first two sentences of her email because literally I hit the flow on the first sentence. So remember, she said, I don't know how much money I'm really bringing into my business. I don't keep track of my numbers. I don't know when I'm going to be able to leave my job, but I really need to leave effective like yesterday. But I don't think I can do it. And low key, you know. A lot of us have fear because we're leaving something that we deem as more stable, not recognizing that we can create our own stability. So her testimonial reads, after completing the numbers on the worksheet you created, I was shocked at how much money I am actually making. So I decided to take the next step and I gave my resignation from my full-time job. My last day is September 11th, 2020 with life five exclamation marks. I must have hit the flow. I I had a psychologist friend, um, one of my BFFs from grad school that was actually staying with me for a few days. She came in town to visit. And when I read the first sentence, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I had her come look at the computer and she was like, get out of here. Like we said, some profanity jumped up and down and she was like, man, you dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Excuse my language, but it's just so exciting even for me as a business coach to again, be affirmed that what I'm doing in terms of what I call it, paying it forward in teaching people where I messed up because I don't want them to repeat my mistakes. And so I'm going to give you all the shortcuts, not only with what I learned in my business, but also what I've learned from investing into myself in coaching programs and in masterminds to build up a profitable private practice. And so it just felt so good to see my client win. And that is my mission in this season is that I want, I need to see my clients win. So do you want to find find out more about the Dope Therapist Academy? Do you want to learn how to build a profitable blueprint for your practice, at least for five years at minimum, be able to reach your ideal clients, automate your systems, um, identify your niche that leads to your expertise, that leads to additional streams of income, and then also learn how to delegate tasks off your plate so that you can get your time back and really live a lifestyle of abundance, I would really encourage you to check out the resources in the show notes. 
I do have a on-demand masterclass that you can access right now that will help you assess the health of your business mindset and your blueprint and your framework, whether you have a business or not. Maybe you just thought about it. Maybe you thought about having a private practice. Maybe you have one and maybe you think that you're at a particular level, but you're stuck. You're not making consistent income or the amount of income, or you're not attracting the clients that you want to attract. So we're going to assess your business within my brand framework. And then I will show you based off of your results, because it's like literally an assessment, like a a quiz within the masterclass where based off your results, you will decide if at that point, when we're done with that masterclass, if you're a good match with the Academy. And so I would highly recommend that you check out that Academy in the show notes. And I also encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can hear more information about branding and manifesting a profitable private practice and a mental health business. Please share this podcast with other mental health clinicians that you know that it could be helpful. And if you want to go that extra yard, I would love to see who you are because of course on podcasts, I cannot see you. And so please make sure to also snapshot the episode and share it in the highlight in the stories on Instagram and give me a shout out so that I can give you a shout out too and let me know your biggest takeaway. So again, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and until the next one, I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 